Do we need to check the levels and stuff? Or are we all? Uh, it's it's sounding pretty good to me. Okay. Check it. Check one. We're rolling. Oh, we are. Yeah, I just hit it. Well, hello, Kevin and Andrew. Welcome hey. to How to Be a Texan. Hey, Kyle. How are you? Hey, <laughs> doing good. It's only been about 28 years since we've done one of these. So yeah. How's it feel? Get back on the horse. Uh, feels good. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you survived. You, I've survived. Both of you look like normal humans and not non-mutants now that we're in doomsday days. Yeah. I'm a mutant on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> So well, I that's thought, always been the case, though. Yeah. So, so how how's your 2020 going? This is a fantastic. Oh, it's year. been great. Yeah. Right. Had a really good time. Yeah. You ready yeah. for like the next derecho? <laughs> what is that? Did you hear about that? No. The derecho. You know what derecho means in Spanish? No. It means right, as opposed to left. Izquierda. Derecho came across Iowa the other day. 110 mile an hour winds, basically flat in oh. the state. I didn't follow that. Yeah, so we started off in January thinking, oh, the Australian fires. Man, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden we get, you know. Pandemic. A, a couple other things. Well, there's also that giant Sahara sand yeah, plume that, or whatever. That came across. That came across it's Texas. Nuclear, borderline nuclear explosion in Beirut. That was oh, yeah, That's horrible. For real, three thousand tons of ammonium nitrate oh from the Russians from fourteen years ago. Have y'all watched like the that? video of that? Yes, it's like surreal. It looks surreal. like something out of like a movie or something. Like yeah. it doesn't seem like. No, it I've seen it. I've seen it from like twenty different angles, and it is yeah, absolutely nuts. terrible. Anyway, you know Beirut has rebuilt their city seven times over the last thousand years. Mm-mm. I bet you did didn't. not know that. Anyway, so I thought we'd talk about some doomsday <laughs> topics fun today. Fact. <laughs> Welcome back to how to be a Barushian. Yeah, well, or Lebanese. How yeah. to be Lebanese. A Barushian. I didn't the know that. Doomsday that's... topics. Yeah. So yeah, we well, got you know we got aliens coming or anything. Let's or? not let's not descend into the depths of doomsday. <laughs> what other because pl- we've tried that before, and the episode was so horrific. Now we hit delete. I couldn't even publish it. No, Did you know no, that, was, Andrew? Yeah, I was there for it. It was terrible. <laughs> you remember it? Yeah, it was just, it made no sense whatsoever it, at the end. Hey, we're jesting, though. Hey, let's get back to it. How <sighs> how do you feel about being a Texan during a pandemic? I feel good, man. Yeah? I feel good. You look fantastic. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So do you. I, I feel fantastic. I feel fantastic. But I'm pre-COVID in the midst of COVID, so I haven't had it. I'm not part of the herd yet. That you know of. That I know of. I yeah. haven't checked my antibodies, so I yeah. don't know that I'm part yeah. of the herd immunity. I did the antibody test, and it came back negative. Okay. I did not have the antibodies. I was a little surprised. I've really? checked my pro-bodies, and they're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're not anti, but they are pro. So, Well, that's good. Well, how's pro the opposite of anti? Anti. Oh, pro. Okay. Like, yeah. All right, never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that out. I'm thinking like professional, like pro football. Oh, no. That's All right, like, sorry. Like I gotta no. edit that whole section. Out. No, it was, it no, was it's fine. It's fine. Okay. But I thought I would have the antibodies because we were. Oh, I remember in that. California prime time. I spent that's right a week in the Bay Area. Then I flew home for a day. Went to L.A. with the girls. Flew home for a day. Went back to the Bay Area. Yeah. 
flew back that Friday. Then they shut down Santa Clara right. that next day. No, you went in I and flew home on the 14th, I think. You went in and out of a couple of hot spots. Oh, and yeah. It was the Bay Area in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. we were at Disneyland like a couple of days before they shut it down. Wow. And now we're living in the hot spot. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. That's yeah, right. That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, so today, getting back into our normal flow of things, uh, we thought we'd talk about, and, and we'll relate it back to the pandemic, because how can you not talk about pandemic-related things during We a pandemic? could just pretend like it never happened. Well, we could, but I don't want like to. Like, we just took a long break again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we did take a long break, um, because this was affected both of our families. Well, we usually do a spring season and a fall season anyway, yeah. so this is kind of like season... Four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but this really shut both of our families down. I mean, it's it was. This has been a scary time. I mean, I'll be honest. It with shut you. everybody down. Yeah, it shut everybody down. So it's it's. Um, I had a scare with my parents. They both had it. They did. They did. And they would not have known had they not uh, been required to be tested because my mom's place where she worked had to shut down because somebody else was infected. Oh my goodness! So she, they were required to go get a test. It came back positive. And my oh dad my did too. But they never had any symptoms, and now wow. they, after three, I think three rounds of testing and being home, you know, they are all in the clear. So good. Yeah. This is a they scary, look great. It's I'll tell you, crazy. it's a scary And they're one. both in that high-risk category. Oh, yeah. Both yeah. age-wise and health-wise. Oh, yeah. So I've been paranoid about them anyway, and then oh, yeah. I got a, a text from my mom one day, hey, I got I got COVID. I, I like, got what? the COVID. <laughs> Call her on the phone. like, don't worry, I'm fine. You're uh, not fine. <laughs> oh, my I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's crazy. COVID 19. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, well, these, these are scary times, and, uh, and we're in the midst of it. So we're in August, and, and, um, I, I still think we're in the midst of it. So, what, what's your, have you been reading about all the vaccine race and all that? Not recently. I'm a, probably about a month behind on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying up. I'm, I mean, I don't know exactly how many kind of competitors. It's like a horse race, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, Putin is saying, is it Putin or Putin? I don't know how you I say don't know. it. I, don't I, know. Say, I, like, I say poopin. I like to, poopin? I like to say yeah. Putin. <laughs> I like to say poopin. Well, Putin injected his daughter the other day. Did you read that? No. He did. Oh, my gosh. So he's racing to the front saying Russia already has it. And, oh my gosh. and I've, I, I'm so confident that I'm injecting my daughter and all essential Russian workers. Wow! And something I thought that it was sounds was, interesting was, to me. <laughs> <laughs> something I thought was weird is that it's called Sputnik, which is the same oh, name right. as like all of their satellites and stuff. Well, that was their their leading rocket. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. How have they had time to actually do? No, they didn't. They 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 passed testing all and, the human trials which are going on right now by. Oxford and AstraZeneca and all the others that are going through human trials, phase three human trials right now. And then they get into mass production and Mm -hmm. they've already talked about it. They're like, yeah, we think this is working, but there are serious side effects to this. You're going to have a mini version of COVID for a few days, including Mm -hmm. a high fever, et cetera. You're going to feel like dog crap for a while. But on the other side of that, you're not going to get the the lung shut down and you know right, ventilator right, right. whatever and death. But you're you saying know. Russia just passed all that testing stuff. They blew they past it and and the theory is is that they sent mega spies in to go get Oxford and AstraZeneca and the other users all their formulas and they baked it all into whatever they did and they just threw they it out. They said we there. don't need to test it. We don't need to testing. test it. Testing. 
is a double-edged sword. Yeah. I guess that's what they thought. <laughs> I guess that's what Putin thought. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so anyway, I think, you know, we're, as opposed to, do you know the last true vaccine, you know how long it took for us to get that in production? How many, mm. how many months or years? I have no idea. I have no idea. What's your guess? Let's say years. I mean, well, what was the last one? Was well, it AIDS? Was it HIV? No, was it the last one? No, we don't have an AIDS uh, vaccine. There's some kind of treatment. Or what what would treatment. the virus be? Uh, or does it even matter? No, I don't know. It may be chicken. Like for example, chicken pox. I don't know. Maybe like or polio. Maybe like eight, well, no, eight, we got that one. Eight a long years time or ago. something. Yeah. What's your guess? That's eight. What's your guess? I don't know. I'll just make something up. 12 years? 26. 26. 26. It took 26 years to get the last pure vaccine done. And we're going to do it in less than a year. Yeah, but that was in, you said that was in the early 1900s? It was from the 60s. No, no, no. No, this is fairly recent. So it took from the 60s on through the 90s to get the chicken pox vaccine. No, I had a chicken pox. Oh, no, we all just got chicken pox, didn't we? Yeah. No, we all had it as kids. Yeah, yeah. And then you just... You know, and then we get to look. Are you sure about these facts? The fact checker is going to be twenty six years. All right. Yeah. For yeah. the chicken pox. Virus. No, we get to look forward to shingles. You know, chicken pox turns into shingles later in life. Isn't that already had like, shingles. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this once before. Okay, I forget. I had it when I was eighteen years old. Okay, that's totally. I just went ahead and got it out of the way. That's eighteen. <laughs> wow. I don't think I ever had shingles. I, you've had the vaccine, probably. Don't you think Andrew would have had the chicken pox vaccine? The chicken pox. I had chicken pox. You had chicken pox? I'm pretty sure I had chicken pox, but I don't think I ever had shingles. Yeah. No. Well, you may get it later. No, you get that as an old guy. Yeah. An 18-year-old having it's weird. Yeah, it was weird. Aaron's uh, had it, though. What? Aaron, Aaron had it, I think, last year. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Let's get out, get it over with. So, Come on, Andrew. I'll get out there. I'll figure it out. So, so anyway, this whole pandemic thing, we're looking forward to the vaccine. Whether it's Putin's or whoever's. And and then I just read this article the other day that said one in three Americans anyway are saying, I'm not gonna take it. I'm not taking that vaccine. I know, I've heard that too. Well there's a lot of people that are anti vaccine. Right. I mean, let's not make it into a political I'm not trying here. But yeah, I'm not trying to, but I'll be I'll be taking the vaccine. Well so when it's available. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Even though I'm not really looking forward to feeling like crap for a few days, yeah. but better that than, you know, right. death. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, or not being able to participate in society. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just live in my bubble for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and, and refuse to wear a mask. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm not going to wear a mask. Okay, go sit in the corner for the next 20 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, isn't it interesting what, what's come of that with the, just the anger over just a mask? The mask, yeah. I was telling you that that example earlier about there's a powerful. So I work in healthcare, and there's this powerful story about this uh, this very attractive young female, and she's um, a flight nurse for like Care Flight or something, and she's getting and it shows her this video of her, and she has she just dropped off a COVID patient to a trauma unit, and then she's basically undoing all these nine layers of crap that she's got to wear to protect herself. And then she gets out, and she's just sweaty mess down her scrub, and she's just like, just wear a mask. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, How exactly. stupid is that? Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. So, to reset, um, I, I thought it'd be fun to talk about doomsday scenarios and just... I'm just kidding. We're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to. We won't talk about that this time because we tried that once. But um, one thing that I do think is interesting is because of the pandemic, the last pandemic we had was in 1918, the Spanish flu. 
Mm-hmm. It came through and it just wiped out 600,000 Americans overnight. Mm-hmm. It was like a flash fire. Mm-hmm. And, but then I just saw this picture yesterday of like a, a 1918 college football game. Mm-hmm. With people wearing masks. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I just wonder, was that, you think that's a real picture? Oh, it's absolutely real. Yeah. Oh, bitter. And there was, uh, I've read a little bit about there was some anti-mask kind of uh, stuff back then, not quite uh, as bad as it is right now because they didn't have social media to yeah you know, flare it up. Flare it up, but yeah. but you know people uh, smoked a lot back then, so right. You know, I read stories of people would kind of drill a little hole in their mask so they could <laughs> stick the cigarette through, uh, and I also read that they were made uh, primarily just out of gauze back then. They oh. didn't have the same kind of materials that we had, and so it's questionable how how effective really effective they were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but no, that's a real. That was a real thing. Yeah, as far as I can tell, that was real. Okay, so that literally hundred years ago. Yeah. Okay, so what I thought we'd talk about today was some of the changes. This pandemic is, in my mind, this is one of these um, timeline stakes in the ground in my lifetime, in our lifetime, like a nine eleven or like a World War Two or something like that, where it's a marker in time where you're going to say oh, well, I survived the pandemic, or I, I remember where I was on 9-11 when the tower, you know, mm-hmm. all that. I think the pandemic of 2020 is one of those markers in our human era that we're going to look back on. One of the questions I had for you were was, as a good Texan, what do we think are going to be lifestyle changes that occur and permanently change as a result of the pandemic? Mm-hmm. Okay, go. What are they? I think there's going to be a lot. I do, too. Man, I do, too. I mean, I know we have a list here, but before we kind of dig into the list, I mean, just I've already seen, you know, I think the way that, um, you know, travel is done will be changed permanently. Me, too, because you and I both are business travelers, and that just came to a screeching halt. Yeah, it's probably the longest stretch that I've had without travel that I can remember. Me, too. Within, like, the past, you know, 10, 15 years. Um, um, ever for me in my professional career, yeah. I've never stopped like I have now. Yeah, yeah. So there's that, but even you know, before we kind of dig into that stuff, but even just kind of around the house and our routine here has changed. Uh-huh. And I think it'll permanently change. Yeah, you know, like you we don't, don't you don't shower. Uh, no, not really, because <laughs> uh, I kidding. don't I don't get out much. So yeah. you know. I'm kidding about that. Of yeah, course. So showering is not really wondering re- what that stench required. is. Yeah, it's here. me. It's me. <laughs> um, but no, like we just don't like we don't. We used to want to go to restaurants all the time. Yeah, right. And we just don't really think about that that much anymore. We haven't no. consciously said, "Hey, we don't want to go to a restaurant," but we just don't think about it that much. It's like our our routine has completely changed. Yeah, and so I wonder uh, though, is that because of COVID, or is that because, and, and is that going to bounce back? Is everybody going to bounce back, or is that a generational thing where like you and I are in this generation of the whatever fifty year olds, and we're just more comfortable in our own skin and we got plenty to do and plenty to worry about. And, mm-hmm. I, and then I just worry about the Andrew, maybe your generation of the younger uh, men and women where like, I like being out. I'm going to, I'm keep going out and this is really cramping my style. What do you think? Um, I think for, for some things, um, it'll kind of stay, stay like, not as busy, but I think other things will bounce bounce back. Yeah, like I think stuff like uh, like concerts yeah. and stuff. 
I think those sorts of things will definitely bounce back. Mm-hmm. Well, people people love to have fun and they yeah. love having fun together. Yeah, but I'm I think restaurants may not be back to the same capacity that they were before. Yeah, yeah. Um, at least with dine in right service. Yeah, uh, I'm sure that like uh, they'll they'll still stay just as busy busy with like curbside stuff and mm-hmm. maybe like Uber Eats mm-hmm. delivering like their food to different places. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of like like I I don't really have a need to go sit down in a restaurant anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. I I enjoy sitting in coffee shops and I and I, I still do that. Yeah. Uh, but like the coffee shop that I go to is the same one that I work at, and all of the tables are socially distanced and yeah. everything stays clean and people wear masks in there. Nice. So I know that it's like that's at least like a safe environment for someone to go and hang out for mm-hmm. a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you know, in in a lot of ways, uh, Andrew's generation and the younger were made for all this remote. Oh, communication. Yeah. No and, kidding. You know, technology, that's just kind of like what they do. No know? kidding. Boy, that's a great observation because you and I have adapted and evolved to, you know, technology and our phones and all this. But we, we grew up, all we did was play with each other, you know, like play with kids and get our bikes and go and do whatever. And mm-hmm. we we're always around other people all the time. Or at mm-hmm. least I was. Yeah. And it was never you know, go play some video games and like I self isolate and like now you know with my I've got the seventeen year olds and the boys and they're they're online with their pals mucking it up with them but they're online they're mm-hmm. not together yeah you know so they're having fun with their friends but it's mainly in an online experience yeah do you know how the online uh, dance party shows that uh, Aaron has done how, how those work um, because yeah. I think that's fascinating and it's something I can barely even wrap my head around well a lot of them some of them are on will be on Twitch so um, a lot of times like there are different like promotion companies that I follow like on Twitch or YouTube like one is called Insomniac and they do a lot of like big EDM festivals and stuff and they've been live streaming DJ sets and so they have like a little like a room basically and they have all of the cool lights and stuff like you would see at a show but it's just them in the room and then there's a DJ booth and then they're DJing. So there's one thing but then there's also there have been a lot of Minecraft festivals going yeah. on which is pretty cool where you will they'll either have like a Twitch stream with the music all of the music and stuff, or it'll be on their website. Mm. And then along with that is a Minecraft server that you can log into. And then you're in there with like a bunch of other people. And then there's a stage and then like the people performing Mm. will have like their own characters up on the stage, just kind of jumping around and flinging their arms around and everybody's in the crowd jumping and swinging their arms and, it's cool. There's like a lot of cool little fun. Uh, that is cool. Things you can do in those servers and stuff. So. Yeah. So Aaron did one of those shows, and it generated thousands upon thousands of uh, downloads of yeah. Aaron's music. Awesome. It, and I was just trying to wrap my head around. It's in Minecraft. Yeah. But apparently, it was like this music festival that was like promoted, like a legit music festival that was promoted. Right. Lots of people attended it. Oh, yeah. uh, and Aaron had the opportunity to perform in it. No, that's this awesome. Thing. That's uh, awesome. It's just it's just and, crazy. And I've heard of other like concerts within Fortnite, like for example. Yeah, Fort, Fortnite has done one. Like there was a Travis Scott concert inside yeah. of Fortnite. Yeah, 
Isn't that cool? Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard, to, hard for me to wrap I'm my head around. It's, it's, it's really neat. People are so freaking smart, though. They figure out ways. It's, it, it, back to my river, the river keeps running, you know. Mm-hmm. People want to be entertained. They want to to be with other people somehow. And so pandemic, they can't. So they figure out a cool way to do it. Yeah. Anyway, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so a lot of that, and, and we'll talk about some of these things in my mind, we're moving towards change anyway. Mm-hmm. The pandemic was just the shove in the back, you know, to do a Thelma and Louise off the cliff. Yep, you that's know? right. That's right. And so, yeah, even like Zoom, I was talking about Zoom. Uh, I was telling my dad a story this morning about, you know, the story's not relevant to this, but, you know, we were using Zoom with video a couple years ago. Yeah. But it wasn't like, it was kind of like, you know, we would kind of do it. Or sometimes we'd still just have a conference call. Right. Kind of hit or miss kind of thing. And now it's just kind of like expected. Oh, it is. And when we get on Zoom, I mean, it's expected to have the camera on. Oh, yeah. No, and I so I've, I've, you know, invested in a better camera for my office. Yeah. You know, Kendra like remodeled the whole office for Father's Day. So it looks really nice in right. there. Right. But I'm starting to feel like, you know, in the old days, like your professional personal brand was about, you know, your how you would dress for meetings and, you know, just the level of professionalism. Right. I'm starting to see that kind of in the Zoom world now where you really notice people that, you know, spend some time to, you know, have a decent camera and, right. you know, look professional. Um, well, it's, it's interesting. So I think it's just a different way of thinking about your professional persona. Well, I think the whole work environment itself is one of those things that probably is the genie in the bottle that came out and it's probably not going to get pushed back in. Mm-hmm. You know, this remote work from home thing has major implications in my mind on the real estate industry. So if you go back upstream, like the company I'm with, we're going to build a lot of extra workspace and square footage and whatnot. Now you... You, it's like, why would you do that? You want to go the other way. Yeah. You want to start shrinking it. Yeah. Because we found out that we're exceptionally good at being offsite, remote. We mm-hmm. do that. We're on camera with each other and our clients and whatever all the time. It works fine. Yep. I've got, you know, like same thing here. My office, we've kind of reset it where people know it's almost a signature move. I've got a silver longhorn hanging up right on my right shoulder. Mm-hmm. So they know. They're like, oh, well, Kyle's in his home office. Mm-hmm. And so there's the silver longhorn there. Now, as far as attire, peop, that has changed fundamentally too. This is this is my outfit, and nobody cares. Like mm-hmm. I might put a collared shirt on, yeah, but I'm in a baseball cap and a t-shirt. Yeah, see, our our company's discourages the hat. Okay, but t-shirts are fine because we're still kind of Valley Company. Yeah. Funny story though, I you know I generally have t-shirt on, and uh, I ran out of t-shirts the other day, so I had to grab a shirt with a collar on it. Oh, nice! And nobody uh, freaked out. No, nobody freaked out. But our COO sent me a text. He's like, "Wow, you have the senior executive look today with a <laughs> collar on your shirt." <laughs> and that shirt was so wrinkled. Yeah. I said, "Hey, man, I ran out of t-shirts. This no. is very wrinkled, but Zoom kind of smooths it all out." Oh, it was yeah. just a funny moment. No, yeah. literally, I go between about four or five t-shirts and three hats, <laughs> and, and that's my look. And it's yeah. amazing if I shave or shower, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. It's just a different, and, and nobody cares because yeah. at the end of the day, it's the content, the experience, and whatever that you bring to bear. And frankly, nobody really cares what you look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a that's an interesting thing. What other mega trends do you see? Like, I mean, obviously they work from home, but are there other major things that we're seeing that we've we've had to change our life because of the pandemic? And now, you know, we did a. a 
quick little trip down to Austin a few weeks ago. Yeah. Just to get out of the house and yeah. go do something, you know, because we really didn't have a summer vacation this year. And, um, you know, that was very different because, you know, some restaurants just weren't available. Right. Some were open, but some that we wanted to, to hit weren't. They right. were closed. And you kind of, you can tell on their website where, I can't remember how they would position it, but they had certain positioning. But basically you knew that, okay, someone had been infected. And I think, I don't know the exact regulations, but I guess at least at that time, if someone was, was infected, they would have to shut down for, I think, a period of two weeks, something yeah. like that. So yeah. just kind of hit or miss on that. So it was still a fun trip, but we certainly didn't get on an airplane for a trip. Right. Um, we did not do a hotel, but we also didn't do just a generic Airbnb either. Kendra uh-huh. found uh, a Marriott uh, program where they now kind of have their own Airbnb. Oh, yeah. But it's just like certified by Marriott, so she felt like it would be really clean and yeah. legit. Right. So we did a house so that we're not, you know, in hotel lobbies and elevators and junk like that. Good. Um, really nice little house. So in other words, travel. Yeah, it, it's just a completely well, different way of doing a trip well, the, than what yeah. we've we'll done in forever. Well, there's two things that I heard out of that. One, you wanted to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. People are sick of being in the house. Yeah. And two, travel, at least now, is really weird. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's very different. It's still fun, yeah. but it's different. Yeah. And, I, and we agree with that because we've, we've taken two trips this summer. We've done our traditional trips, and I, I, I've got eye rolls and scoffs by people like, I can't believe you're going to the beat. You know, like we went to Destin as a family. We went down there to our 45th straight year in a row to Destin. We did that, but it was one house with a family in it. Mm-hmm. And so we felt like we were contained, and we just didn't. We masked up when we ever went to grab food or groceries or whatever, and then we were done. And then we went up to Colorado, and that was, uh, again, the family in the house, same kind of thing, yeah. but it was, it was different.